Greetings and welcome to the program. Today we continue our series through the book of Revelation, looking at Revelation 4, 9 through 11. And this, of course, is the continuation of the previous episode, which discussed the first eight verses of Revelation 4. So as we get to verse 9, it says, Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor... So we'll just stop there and re recapture uh, recap here <clears throat> our thoughts. The living creatures. What are the living creatures? These are the creatures that were described in the first eight verses. Um, there are four living creatures around the throne of God, and um, they're described in in, de- in detail in terms of what they look like. And we talked about, I believe the connection to Ezekiel's vision around the throne and the similarities. Uh, Essentially, these are angelic beings. These are uh, cherubim uh, around the the throne. These are the living creatures, the cherubim. And it's interesting when you look at, I don't believe I mentioned this last time because I was dealing more with the connection to Ezekiel, but I'll make another connection here with these living creatures or cherubim around the throne. If you look at the Old Testament, um, Exodus 25, I believe, describes this. In the Ark of the Covenant, the, it was, uh, there were two cherubim uh, around the Ark of the Covenant, around the, specifically, the mercy seat on the Ark of the Covenant. And, of course, these cherubim were statues, you know. Uh, they were the <clears throat> made of gold. But here, it's interesting, we see that these living creatures, these cherubim in heaven, are not stone statues. They are called living creatures. They're living creatures, and there's four of them instead of two. So there's four cherubim around... And of course, the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. Obviously, we can. I hope we can see the connection here that the throne of God, where Christ sits as King, is you know the ultimate uh, mercy seat. And here he has not two gold statue cherubims, but four living cherubim. And the. Why So the question is, why does it double from two in the Old Covenant to four in heaven? And we see that, I think the connection is with the 24 elders. Again, this was was mentioned in the last episode about the 24 elders. And I'll just briefly mention it again. The 24 elders around the throne are representative of the full number of the elect of God, uh, playing on the themes of the 12 tribes of Israel and then the 12 apostles in the New Testament. And so they put those numbers together, and you get the fullness, the symbolic representation of the fullness of God's uh, elect. And here we have... um, and and that's so so that's what it's representative of, and these are, 
you know, elders, so they're, they're uh, re- representative of, of church leaders, in a sense. And so there, I believe, is, you know, we see the doubling of 12. Typically, you see just the 12, but here in this case, it's the, it's the doubling of 12 to represent the fullness of the elect. And so the cherubim also are doubled from two to four. And so it's interesting. It says, whenever the living creatures, reading back in Revelation 4, 9, whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. So, the cherubim, the living creatures, they begin to, as it says, give glory and honor and thanks. So they begin to worship the one seated on the throne. And the elders around the throne, they respond, and they follow that lead. And they also bow down, fall down before the throne, and they cast their crowns before the throne. So again, this is continued worship scene of heaven, worshiping Christ. And uh, we will note these continued themes that we've seen so far is the elders here, representative of uh, the elect here, church leaders, they have crowns. Again, this is what we've seen in the letters, the admonition to the one who conquers will receive the crown of life. Um, uh, Jesus, you know, and it says that uh, we will priests and kings and we will reign with him. And so here, uh, that is what's going on. You see they indeed have crowns. They are on thrones themselves. And uh, however, this is not some sort of... Um, graded scale of worship where they get a little bit of worship but Jesus gets the most worship and and, you know they are getting off their thrones bowing down throwing their crowns before the feet of Christ he is the king of kings he is the only one to be worshipped there is not any other created being no cherubim no human being no elder apostle or anything like that that is to be worshipped only Christ and that is what's, that's what's going on in heaven um, they say worthy are you our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they existed and were created so they in their little um, hymn of worship here the reason that they give in this hymn that Christ is worthy to receive glory and honor and power is because he created all things. And by your will, they exist and were created. So, this, in the last book of the Bible, draws back to the first book of the Bible. Genesis, of course, where all things were created. And one of the things that we're going to see I think we may have seen it a little bit thus far, but we're going to see it more and more as we go throughout the book of, of Revelation. There are many, many, many par- uh, parallels between Genesis and Revelation, many fulfillments. 
and in and in some sense uh, a return to Genesis, a greater a greater a greater garden, a greater Genesis. You know, uh, paradise is being restored through Christ and history, and it will. We're going to see a lot of these Genesis to Revelation uh, themes and parallels come out. And so they're here, these creatures worship, they lead the worship, the elders follow the lead, lay down their crowns before him, and they worship the one on the throne who's worthy because he created all things, and they exist by his will. So with that, that'll conclude our episode here. Look forward to talking to you in the next episode, going into Revelation chapter 5. And I think it's going to be a very, very good one. There's some uh, very important things to be talked about as we get into seeing. Uh, uh, well, we'll just see when we get there. But there's some very important things that are going to be needed to talk about. So with that said, I will go ahead and close this episode out. And as always, if you have any questions about anything in Revelation, anything I say in the podcasts, send those questions to me and I will answer them in the next episode. So feel free to do that. And thanks for listening.